my friend, you have found the Functioning Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Murray, life coach and author. I started this show to share life lessons and hot mess moments along with a few shenanigans to let you know you're not alone in this roller coaster of life. Each week, you'll get a solo episode or an interview to help you improve your self-confidence, create healthy relationships, or become a better parent. If you love what you hear, hit subscribe and I'll automatically show up in your downloads each and every week. All right, let's get on with the show. It is the last Monday in 2020. I mean, talk about a roller coaster ride this year has been. I remember at the end of 2019, as people were making resolutions and having the year end parties and They were saying what a difficult year 2019 had been, and there was so much optimism heading into 2020. And we definitely didn't see 2020 coming. Oh, it feels so good to know that it's coming to an end. I don't know. I'm kind of one of those people where I'm like, eh, it's just another day. New Year's is just another day. You can start resolutions, you can make new goals, you can set new plans at any point. It doesn't have to be on January 1st, right? That's kind of my thing. But this year, I'm kind of grateful to have it ending. So I decided as kind of a year-end closure, let's talk about how to let go of 2020. So we made it. Let's let it go and not bring it into the new year. You see, you can't step into the new until you release the old. And while sometimes that feels like a no-brainer, common sense isn't always common practice. We see that a lot in relationships where, you know, someone's trying to start into in a new relationship without dealing with all of the baggage from the old one and trying to get past some of those difficult things. It's like when you go grocery shopping and if your fridge is already full, there's no room for the new groceries. You need to eat it up, clean it out so there's room for the new. The same idea applies to our emotions and our pains and our traumas from the past. You have to clear them out before you can step into something new. So while this episode is about 2020 and the craziness that it held, the information can really be applied to any traumatic or stressful event in your life. So as you're listening, feel free to swap out the references to 2020 with whatever comes up for you. Maybe it's something from your childhood or from a toxic relationship or your job. However this fits to you, swap out that that language and know that this can be applied to any crazy time that you've had in your life. This year brought changes in education, careers, telecommuting, Masks at schools and in stores, health fears, financial scares, riots, and another controversial election all at once. So let's have a little compassion for ourselves and for all that we went through this year. It was a big year. As humans, we have a habit of bringing our past with us into the future. So most of the time it happens without us really even being aware of what we're doing It takes reflection and intention to let go of the past. Let me quickly remind you that you've been through trauma before. Maybe you had a toxic relationship or several if you're like me. 
that left you feeling broken. Perhaps you've gone through a divorce or lost a loved one. Maybe your career has taken a toll on your heart and you're working through the vicarious trauma from seeing others suffering. Most of us don't make it through life without some sort of adverse experience that has a traumatizing effect. And just in case you haven't had something like that come up for you, well, welcome 2020. This year has been a challenge to say the least. Very little looks the same as it did a year ago. There is still an uncertainty too that we're heading toward into the new year. However, holding on to 2020 or any other type of trauma will not serve you as you move into 2021. You've weathered some of the storm and made it through to the other side. You're more prepared to face what comes up than you were a year ago. Pat yourself on the back for that. You have figured out so much. And yes, it's been exhausting and overwhelming, but you did it. That knowledge that you have now and the new life experiences that you gained this year will help you as you move forward into the new year. If you don't take time to clear this up, though, it's going to stay with you, even if the new year brings lots of positive change. When you have a traumatic experience that doesn't fully get released, it can actually stay inside you. If you're a suppressor and you push it all down, you push them further and further and they compact and they compound and they get trapped. And over time, those suppressed feelings will cause a ruckus. You know, we don't really expect or plan to lock them away forever. We're just busy with life and we say, I'll deal that with that when I can. I will deal with it when I have a minute. But you need to make sure you deal with it because a lot of times we just kind of say, eh, I don't want to drudge it back up now. Make sure you do because those suppressed feelings will cause a ruckus in you. They're going to show up as depression and anxiety, feelings of hopelessness. They're even going to show up as physical problems like chronic sinus infections, heart disease, and a myriad of other physical ailments. So now you know why it's important to let all of that go. I've got four steps for you on how to actually make that happen. So step number one is to reflect. You've got to look back at the year or on your event because just looking at it, it feels a little bit overwhelming. So don't shy away from that. That's okay. Give yourself permission to look at it from where you are now. We went from coasting along the status quo to complete change almost overnight So where did you struggle? Get detailed as you figure it out and think about how you struggled and what made it so rough for you. This year revealed to you what you needed to heal. Let me repeat that. This year revealed what you needed to heal. The things that came up, the fears that you had, the concerns, the chaos, There was something underneath all of that that you could work on that you still have and you have the opportunity to heal it because it was made aware again. The suppressed feeling that you had before said, hey, I don't like it in here anymore. I want to deal with it. I'm going to show you what I am so you can deal with that. So what came up for you? So when you're reflecting, it's super easy to get stuck in the chaos or on the negative. So resist that. You also look at what went right. 
There was so much good that came from this year, and it seems to get lost in the noise. But bring that up too as you're reflecting. So as an example from my reflecting on 2020 is seeing how my life shifted when I lost clarity and focus. I had a plan for my business at the beginning of the year, and it required a pivot. And as I pivoted, I ended up like ricocheting and bouncing from one side to the other. And it took me a really long time to kind of get that figured out again. And I went in a couple completely different directions. That's what that looked like for me. As I reflect on that, I can see why I made those decisions, what happened and how that worked. I can also look at 2020 and see how my relationship with my kids changed. This year, we grew closer than we ever have. All three of my kids and I had more one-on-one time, more heartfelt conversations, more important moments. I wouldn't trade 2020 or any other year or any other experience for that because there's a closeness. There's something there now that wasn't there a year ago. And I'm so grateful for that. Step number two is to learn. Learn the lessons from both the good and the bad and allow yourself to feel those lessons. Every situation, every single one that came up this year is an opportunity to learn something new. So if you seem to keep repeating the same problems over and over, try looking at it from a different perspective so that you can learn from the experience and stop repeating the cycle. But regardless, there are lessons all over the place from this year. Learning requires taking ownership. Otherwise, it's really easy to blame somebody else or give someone else the positive credit. Either way, you're going to miss the point if you're not taking ownership for your part in that. Maybe you had a panic mode Or maybe you didn't act soon enough. Maybe you dismissed. Whatever it was, whatever your learning experience is, take ownership and learn what you can from that. Own the whole situation, your reaction or lack thereof, and the cause and effects to all of that. That is where the growth comes. What did you learn in 2020? And then I want you to go just one little step deeper And ask yourself, what could I teach as a result of the past year? Now, even if teaching and the idea of teaching what you learned to somebody like scares you to death, that's okay. I'm not going to ask you to actually teach it, but I want you to know what did you learn solid? Like what did you learn so well that you could turn around and teach it? Because there's a different level of knowledge when you have to teach that and you have to share it with someone. So look at your life over the last year or your traumatic event and say, if I had to teach someone from that experience, how would I do it? What would I say? What advice would I give them? Did you learn how to homeschool your kids while you're working remotely and how to be a champ at that? Did you learn that you care? And you have concern for your staff and the people that you work with, your colleagues, your coworkers. You want them to be happy and healthy and you're concerned for their family. Maybe you realize that you actually like the people in the office next to you. Did you realize and learn that you work better when the pressure turns up? What about this year did you learn? 
Okay, step number three is to forgive. Yes, I tossed out the F word, not my favorite one. Forgiveness is not my favorite word. However, it's a really important step to letting go of this year and of any kind of trauma, crazy thing that you have that comes up. So forgive the chaos of the year, the difficult situations and all of those who were involved. Forgive yourself for making decisions and taking action from a place of fear. Guys, this year was scary. And when we're scared or we're desperate, we don't show up as our highest self. So have compassion because you did the best you could with what you had. Forgive yourself for having negative self thoughts or for attacking and judging yourself or others. Give yourself and others a break and cut yourself some slack. Now more than ever, you need to be able to look back at the year and say, okay, yeah, there are places I messed up. There are things that didn't work out the way I wanted. There's stuff that just flat out sucked. But I can forgive that and let that go. It did what it needed to do. It taught me something new. It showed me what I needed to heal. It gave me an opportunity to learn. And now I can forgive it and let it go. The fourth and final step for you today is to be grateful. Of course, you know, I'm going to bring it back to gratitude. Have gratitude for the experience and the growth that you had. Challenge yourself right now to be thankful. I know it's hard. I know in so many ways you just want to flip 2020 off and tell it where to go. I do too. Uh, Who am I kidding? I do too. I'm right there with you. However, be grateful. If you had a snapshot in your mind where you had a picture of where you were in February of 2019 versus where you are now, there is growth there. If you had that before and after picture, you would see a change. Be grateful for that. Something I learned just this week is to view without judgment. So my example is my boys were out driving around together in the snow. I've got three boys. Two of them are drivers now. It's a little bit crazy to me, but there you go. So I was so thankful that they were having time to connect as brothers and I wasn't there to moderate. Like it just felt very independent for all of us. It felt freeing. And I was just so grateful that they were having that time and that experience. It was a big deal. And I was very, very thankful. And I realized as I paused and reflected on that, that whether they were getting along or fighting, whether their specific experience was good or bad in their minds, I could look at it from a place of non-judgment and just be thankful that they were having that experience. And for my experience, I was able to look at their situation and the activity that they were engaged in without judgment. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't something that was wrong or something that was going right. It just was. And I was so grateful for that moment. That insight has given me a new perspective on 2020. And I can reflect and be grateful without assigning a positive or negative label to it. So I want to challenge you and encourage you to do the same with 2020. As you look back and you do these four steps, I want you to work on not assigning it 
this was good or that was bad. Just see it as it was. It just was. Can you try that for me? It just was. And then be grateful. Because whether you loved it or hated it, you're here. You have so much to be thankful for. The last thought that I have for you right now isn't actually a step, but it's more of a tip. In order to release 2020, you have to be willing to let it go. Let that sink in. Are you ready to make a positive change in your life? Are you ready to start living 2021 with intention, regardless of the fact that we're wearing masks everywhere we go now and some of us are still stuck in the house and under quarantine? Our experiences are very different, but yet we've weathered a lot of that. We already know what this looks like now. Are you ready to make the best of 2021 and let go of 2020? All right, my friend, I hope this serves you. Please help me by hitting that little share button that you've got right over there on your screen and share it on social media. Tell people what it was that you liked about this, which tip hit home for you and just do a quick share so that other people can find this too. I really rely on word of mouth and having you help spread the word for me and I truly appreciate it. Make sure you hashtag functioning hot mess podcast so I can find you and send you some love. All right, have a fabulous week and ring in the new year by letting go of 2020.